11th of August, 2019, Sunday, 3.23pm, Sunday, don't know why I said it like that, uh, my name is James and this is Slopfest, welcome, welcome back, it's your weekly dose of weirdness and exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things, wasn't that an ad? <laughs> Sunday, 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 sounds like either a rug sale store or um, some kind of what were those events that they used to have? I don't know if this is like a Brisbane or Queensland specific thing, but they used to have not drag races, but they were like buggies and they would race around a circuit or some, or just like around a dirt track. I don't know. I haven't seen, maybe, maybe everyone got over it because I haven't seen an ad for that in years at Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let me know what, what even was that? What, what was, what is that called? Anyway, not important. Oh, before we get into this episode, I have to, can we, can we talk real quick, please? Can we have a very quick chat about how Vince Neil, you know him, you love him, lead singer of Motley Crue. He, Vince Neil can't sing. He can't. I don't know when the last time you dipped in on Vince Neil was or Motley Crue, but the dude, he ain't doing it anymore. What's happened, Vince? Well, if this isn't like a recent event thing. I forget what it was, maybe two years ago, maybe three years ago. I don't know. My girlfriend and I went to go see um, fucking Motley Crue and Alice Cooper. And even then he couldn't sing. And day disappointing about that. Br- the Brisbane show was the only fucking show where they had this whole, you know, Tommy Lee was on this uh, apparatus thing and the whole drumming platform gets lifted and then goes out over the crowd on these rails and he goes upside down guess what brisbane show only show on the tour where that didn't work so we got to see we got to see you know the what would you call it like the rails for what what would have been the spectacular drumming event didn't get to see the drumming event though still miffed about it several years later but i'm just i'm gonna play you something real quick um, I'm going to play it on my computer speakers. Hopefully you can hear this. This is, even if you just go, like, just go to fucking YouTube and type in Vince Neil bad singing. It's horrendous. Anyway, yeah. He's not saying words. First of all, I love the wow. <laughs> it's great. It's great stuff. Is there more weird? Like he's just not. I don't know how no one. He, he's in a band with other members, and surely they have like management, sound check people. No one at any point said Vince, you aren't saying. You're not singing words, and we can hear it. We can hear you're the lead singer, dude. We can hear that you're not singing words. Let me see if I can find some more. Wow, it's the best. Dude, he's not 2000. We're calling him out. 
2019, we're calling out Vince Neil. You're not singing words and we can all hear it. And I don't know why no one is saying anything. No one's saying anything. <laughs> anyway, that's my gripe this Sunday. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Surrounded by so many people and no one's like, did you, let's try something different on this tour, Vince. How about you sing the words? Run over them. We, you know what songs you're going to do. It's not like you're, we're going to fucking, Tommy Lee's just going to kick out a random song from one of your back catalogs. You know what songs you're going to fucking do on the tour. Just know the words and sing the words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. Just sing the word. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. Stories. Weird show. This is a podcast about weird people doing weird things. Hey, that's that fits though, because I'd say I'd say the lead singer of you know a pretty pretty popular. How would you classify? How would you classify Motley Crue? It's not a metal band, hair metal band maybe glam, glam rock, glam metal. From your favorite glam metal hyphenate band. Um, it's pretty weird that a lead singer isn't singing words. So still fits, still fits the, the show. Our first story here, a drug dealer in Brazil was caught trying to escape from jail where he was locked up by discuss, where he, sorry, so excuse me. I should, I will start again. <laughs> the whole podcast. Hey, it's Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Fucking hell. Um, a drug dealer in Brazil was caught trying to escape from jail where he was locked up by disguising himself as his 19-year-old daughter. And if there has ever been a time, please, for the love of God, if you've never gone to slotfestpod.com, I don't know why you haven't. You're missing out on the artisanally crafted bespoke cover art, more in-depth show notes. Although I'm doing them kind of less in-depth now because you don't want to give it all away in the show notes. But medium detail show notes, that's besides the point. Uh, the main reason you want to go there is the images about for the stories that are covered. P please, if if you've never gone there before, slopfestpod.com, S-L-O-P-F-E-S-T-P-O-D.com. Think Slopfest and then think the worst band of all time, P-O-D. Put them together, .com, and click on uh, this episode's title and have a look at what this guy looked like in his... Oh, flawless disguise. Flawless disguise. It's terrifying. It's actually, it's it's not only noticeable, but it's scarily noticeable. And I don't mean scarily, scarily noticeable like, oh, super, like, like actually scary. Prison authorities in Rio de Janeiro released a video showing the inmate wearing a wig, a silicon mask, a bra, and a tight-fitting t-shirt. Officials said the daughter could be charged with aiding an in, sorry with aiding a prison escape. They said the 19-year-old had come to visit her father, Clovino da Silva, in the jail in Rio de Janeiro known as Bungu 3, where he was serving a sentence of 73 years and 10 months. The prison authority said Silva was planning to leave his daughter behind while he made a dash for freedom by impersonating her. He left his daughter behind was she in on that she couldn't have been in on that he fucking ditched her 
L- listen, you bring a second outfit, you bring a wig, a mask, a, <laughs> a great mask, by the way, some flip-flops and a, and a pair of glasses. I get changed and I just walk out. That's the plan. But dad, there, there'll be two girls leaving and only one came in. Yes, two girls leaving. But the guards were not fooled by the homemade disguise. And after making him pose in front of the prison for photos, they released to the press. The convict was returned to his cell, so they paraded him around. Because it is, it's really bad. Um, I mean, you have to see what he looks like. To think, to think that he thought that he was going to escape using this is absolutely insane. He looks like a man dressed as a doll. <laughs> That's probably the best way to put it. I mean, I can't. How, and what was he going to do? Excuse me, lads. <clears throat> sorry, I'm <clears throat> sorry, Amy. Um, I'll just, I'll just be leaving now. No one look at me for a long time, and no one look at my terrifying doll mask face. It looks like a shitty sex doll skin face. And then it's got it's got this shitty wig on top, and then there's a pair of glasses that aren't even really sitting on the bridge of his nose because it's like a silicon or, or whatever rubber mask. They're not like sliding down, so they're like halfway in between like the eyebrows. It's so fucking weird. And then he's wearing a little, I guess, is that like a Disney branded T-shirt? It looks like donuts in the shape of like a Mickey Mouse uh, sort of like silhouette. And then he's wearing flip-flops. This, this disguise is so bad, you'd be able to see him in a crowd. The guards would see, they would see a crowd leaving and go, yep, sea of people. Yeah, just an anonymous, faceless crowd of people walking past. And there's a 46-year-old man dressed as a doll. Get him. I mean, oh... It's my favorite disguise. This might be my Halloween costume of 2019. <laughs> Brazilian drug dealer dressed up as daughter uh, for jail escape. And any and I'll tell you what, anyone could pull this look off. It's god awful. So that's our first con- contestant contender. Our first contender in the ring. Hey, Mike Whitney, who's our first contender taking on the Gladiators this week? Well, grown man dressed as daughter who looks like a doll. Perfect. I think that... What's one of the Gladiators' names? Shit, hold on. Gladiator Mike Whitney name. Oh, fuck. It's just giving me Mike Whitney... We'll say Storm. That sounds like something that one of their names would have been. Or Wolf. Well, I think Wolf's going to tear that (laughs) that doll man to shreds. Uh, Our second contestant here. Authorities in Peru have recaptured a prisoner more than a year after he escaped from jail by leaving his twin brother in his place. That's as far as I read and as far as anyone needs to read before they bring this to as many people as they could possibly find to share this with. Alexander Delgado had been serving a 16-year sentence for child sexual abuse and robbery in a prison in north of Lima when his twin Giancarlo visited him last 
visited him last January. Alexander drugged him, changed into his clothes, and walked out of the jail. Dude, this is some this is some face-off level shit. If you haven't seen the film Face Off, first of all, you are committing a crime, I think possibly, a 90s crime. Did Face Off come out in the 90s? Again, sorry, I'm in front of a computer. I can't not Google it. Face Off, uh, 1997. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Anyway, it's got all of your 90s favorites. It's got Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. And that's it. That's all you need. uh, If it had all of your 90s favorites in it, it would probably have Arnie as well. But Arnie's not in this one. It's just Jay Travolta and uh, Nicky Cage. Anyway one of them's like a cop or something the other one's a bad guy he captures him and he's like oh i know to figure out where this bomb is why don't we use cutting edge technology where you slice someone's face off and reattach it to someone else's body and then i'll nip down to the prison that we're keeping the bad guy in because his brother is also there and we'll get the deets off his brother bing bang boom we find out where the bomb is and you know bob's your uncle and this isn't the craziest storyline to a film now that i'm saying it out loud someone had to pitch that not only did they write it they had to pitch it to someone and someone had to say yes that makes sense to me take my money let's make it but that's what this sounds like sorry (laughs) what a long-winded journey that was This sounds like face-off. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) The suspected swap was confirmed after Giancarlo's fingerprints were taken. Can you imagine him in... He's like, it's not me. And it would be... First of all, no, no one would believe this guy. It's too crazy to be true. Like, oh, yeah, sure, you've got a twin. And you're like, dog, I do. I actually... I And he he drugged me. I... Guys, I am not me. F- shit. You don't know. God, okay. Mum gave birth. There's two of me. Guys, someone help. <laughs> no one would listen to you or believe you. <laughs> the only way. I See, I'm glad I've read this now. Because if some. <laughs> I don't have a twin. This couldn't happen to me. And I was about to say, if this ever happens to me. Let's say it's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger film, Six Days or whatever, and someone clones me. (sighs) Is it Six Days? I'm sorry, I have to Google it now. Is it Six Days? Six Days, Arnold Schwartz. We're not going to type in the whole thing. We don't have time. Um, The Sixth Day. Okay, if I ever get sixth dayed, where they, first of all, if they cloned me, I would just look under my fucking eyelid and then you would see the dots. Oh, that's only if you've been cloned. No, the clone only has that. So if I'm still me, the original, would I have, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, James. Fucking hell. If this happens to me for some reason, fucking hell, um, this thing has just gone off the rails, hasn't it? I never would have thought to have... I said all of that just to say this. I wouldn't have thought to have someone check my fingerprints. That's it. Nine minutes later, I get to the point and all it was was I wouldn't have thought of having someone to take my fingerprints. 
Because I wouldn't know how to like prove it was me because no one's listening to you. Guys, I have a twin. I know this sounds crazy. F fuck. How can I prove that I'm not me? Him. Shit. Fuck. Fingerprint. Fingerprint me. Then you would have to like convince them to fingerprint you again. And even then, like, why would they? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm going to try and get back on track now. Uh, <laughs> after 13 months on the run, 13 months, Alexander Delgado was arrested on Monday in the port city of Kaleo after the Ministry of the Interior offered a reward for information leading to his capture. So presumably they were, they were looking for him. I hope it didn't take 13 months for them to believe this dude and then fingerprint him. <laughs> I mean, that would have taken some, um, what is it, making a murderer style Netflix investigation series or another serial type podcast where called I'm, I'm Not Me doing <laughs> the shittest title ever. I'm I'm not me doing life in prison. It could use some work, is all I'm saying. It could use some work. The title that is. Great concept for a show. Face off two. Alex Alexander and Giancarlo shit. Anyway. <laughs> shit. I'm I'm coming up with the worst titles ever and then also critiquing myself at the same time. What about this one, me? No, that one's shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just a conversation with myself. Um, he is now expected to be moved to a maximum security prison in the Southern Highlands. Absolutely. This guy's out here for claiming other people's identities. Getting out of prison for a year. While Alexander was at large, his brother Giancarlo was arrested and investigated on suspicion of having collaborated with his twin dog. He fucking drugged me? took my clothes and walked out the fucking door. What part of that sounds like I was in on it? I mean, I think of how much of a fucking dipshit you'd have to be for your brother to be like, look, I've done some of it, you know, my time in prison for the crime that I did. Now, why don't you do some of it? Just for a little bit. I'll come back, I promise. I'll, I'll totally come back. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in. We'll switch our clothes or whatever. I'll fuck off for like a year, two, two years, two years tops. Okay. Then I'll come back and then I'll do the rest of it. It's no big deal. I'll totally come back. He fucking drugged him and stole his clothes and then left. You would have to think about that for a second to be like, oh yeah, maybe the guy uh, wasn't in on it because why would he put himself in jail? But he was not charged and has now been released. Oh good, I only had to read one more sentence. <laughs> that's good. Um, so that's our second story. That is, that is like, that's face off too. I'm telling you, that's, isn't, isn't fact stranger than fiction. Am I right? Jesus. But seriously, this is like, I don't, well, I was going to say, this is, this is like the makings of a movie. Pretty shit movie though. Like, where does it go? You know what I mean? Oh no, I'm starting to think it's probably been pretty good. <laughs> you have the story of like 
the brothers out there like maybe committing like more crimes or something or getting what you know doing whatever the fuck he's up to but now you've got innocent brother in prison trying to one navigate the fucking day-to-day goings-on and life in prison plus trying to convince people that like dude i'm not me i've come back around i think it's a good movie (laughs) i've convinced myself a final story here. A medical examiner's investigation in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Georgia. You know that song? <laughs> anyway, it's in Georgia. Um, was disciplined after she listed the man's cause. Sorry, the, the after she listed. So a medical examiner. Fucking again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I fucked up. I'm start again. It's staying in. We all make mistakes. Don't judge me. A medical examiner's investigated fucking a medical examinate examiners. I fucking do a podcast with words. And this is how I talk. Good God. A medical examiner's investigator in Gwinnett County. See, it's written weird. It's confused me. It's not my fault. <laughs> in Georgia was disciplined after she listed the cause of a man's death incorrectly twice. Okay? Don't hey, okay, what hey, you fuck it up the first time, I can understand. You fuck it up two times, shame on me or something. WSB TV learned the investigator listed Ray Neal's death as being due to natural causes when he had actually been stabbed several times. Okay. Not sure how you This man had a heart attack. And fell onto a knife three times. And that is how he died of natural causes. With all of these stab wounds. Get your head out of your ass, mate. (laughs) Hurling abuse at them. (laughs) Hey! Stop fucking it up! This guy... It's clearly not natural causes. So it's just me heckling them there. Anyway, let's get back to the story. There's no way... It was too much blood, said Neil's sister, Michelle Smalls. Any relation to Biggie, I wonder. The first officer to arrive at Neil's Lexington Drive duplex also found it suspicious. <laughs> really? Also found it suspicious that a man had been stabbed to death in his home. Writing a report, quote, I observed a large amount of blood on the bed and underneath Ray Neal. I also observed blood on the walls, in the bathroom, and on the shower curtain. What? This full-blown massacre crime scene and a medical examiner's investigator came in and was like, these are the causes of nature and nothing else. Well, she did it. Oh my God, it was her. I've been, I watched Veronica Mars. It's always the person you least expect. And I've seen crime shows. It's one of two, it's one of two people all the time. It's the person you least expect or... It's the person that they thought it was at the start. Or the person they showed you at the start. First person I saw at the start of this, medical examiner investigator or something. (laughs) She did it. Clearly. Case closed. Thank you for coming with me on this journey and solving this crime. Um, Blood on the walls, in the bathroom, and on the shower curtain. 
what did what was what like on the walls he's he died next to a wall and written on the wall the murderer's name was greg carlson and it 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 tapers off on the s carl's and then he that's when he died and they went hmm yes 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 i can see that this was the cause of just nature taking its course this is a death of natural causes if i've ever seen it Oh, there's also two other uh, footprints leading in and out of the room in blood, like someone had walked through the blood. Yes, yes, yes. We often find those in cases of natural causes of death. The investigator apparently believed the blood loss was part of his natural death. It was everywhere. I'm just, I'm picturing what it looked like. And I, I don't, like, how could anyone walk in there? And there's blood, like, all over the shower curtains and on the walls and shit. And they're like, ah, oh, natural causes. Ah, oh, such a shame. He went peacefully. And that's why there's blood everywhere. Sorry, I'm just repeating myself at this point. But I just, I'm trying to get it through my head. Like, how the fuck did you even think this? Anyway, I'll move on. She was in. She went in. This is a quote, sorry. She was in. She went in all of 10 minutes and said it was natural causes. The funeral home director came to pick him up. When he walked in, he said, quote, this is something totally different than what they said, Smalls said. Investigators said they found stab wounds on Monday and the medical examiner ruled the death a homicide. Fucking thank God. Police said the... Two-day delay hasn't hurt their investigation much. Much. We had all these people traipsing in and out. And we had someone picked up the body, moved the body. We've had like people like, nah, it's not a homicide. It's no big deal. It's just uh, natural causes. And they moved the body, did all of this shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt our investigation too much. Hey, you fucked up that crime scene for sure. You know, we... Probably destroyed a ton of evidence, tampered with a fuckload of evidence. But um, yeah, I don't think it's really going to hurt our investigation that much. Quote, we were aware of the situation prior to getting that final classification from the medical examiner's office, said Corporal Michelle Piera, CPL, is that Corporal? Uh, Neither the police nor Neil's family has any idea who might have killed the 61-year-old. Quote, whomever did this, he knew because he wouldn't let anyone else into his home, Piera said. So they, the family doesn't know who would have killed him. The police also don't know who killed the guy, but they went on record saying, I don't think it's going to hurt our investigation too much that we did all of this and moved his body and, and got rid of everything. I don't think it's going to hurt the investigation much. Fucking hell. So those are our two, two stories. As we like to do, as we've been known to do on this show, we, me, and you, because <laughs> it's just me. What 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 has what has previously transpired in the lifetime of this podcast? That's a way worse way of saying it. In previous episodes, we've we've put these people up against each other, and we've picked who's out here doing life weirder, which generally means the worst. Who's who's doing it the worst? in this week's episode and i think you can't you can't get mad at the the uh brazilian drug dealer dressing up as dressing up as his daughter to escape 
that's just the world's shittiest ruse. I mean, this is probably Ocean's one. This is Ocean's one, I feel like. And it's like, this, this one was really shit. It didn't, they didn't even start talking about it until it got to like 11 because they're like, all of these other ones have been shit. So this is Ocean's one level. Um, you know, you can understand why he went for it. Just didn't pan out that well, you know? Getting drugged by your brother and then getting put in prison and then having to try and convince people that you're not the actual dude is maybe like, again, it's movie material because it's nightmare fuel. It's going to have to be, look, the medical exam- examiner who who walked in to a blatant murder scene and said to everyone after 10 minutes, this is natural causes, then said it several times to many other people, then fucked it up somewhere. I, dude, you win. You're, you're our... You're our piece of shit quite frankly i mean you fucked up you fucked it up there's a lot of shit that people can fuck up at their job and it like not really affect people you know what i mean but you fucked up way too bad on this one and i don't know how you fucked up this bad because it was kind of seems a little obvious and how are you trying to sell to people like oh no 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 um blood splattered across the room and all over the walls and, you know, this amount of blood, a murder's level amount of blood, that's pretty natch for, you know, a a death of natural causes. So they're our winner this week, hands down. There's no question about it. I don't even know why it took me that long to, to get to this point. Absolutely, it's them. That's who's out here doing it, doing it shittier. You're doing it shittier this week. That's going to do it for this episode. Head over to slotfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes, images, bespoke, mwah, artisanally handcrafted artwork for this and previous episodes. Slop a follow on the socials at Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to be notified when new episodes go live. And while you're there, shoot me, shoot me a bloody message. Send me a weird story that you found or even like a weird, a weird tale that's happened to you in your life or someone that you know. Let me know. Or you can email it. Slopfestpodcast at gmail.com. You can tell at the very end of the podcast. And what's great about this is that at the very end, you can tell like I have no idea how. I'm bad at uh, endings and closings. Closings and endings. Not really my strong suit. Uh, As long-term listeners would absolutely be fully aware of. But um, the good news is that I saw a stat earlier this week that said that only 15% of people who began listening to your podcast listen all the way to the end. So it's good to know that it's only the true hardcore listeners that um, stick it out for this to really get the juicy nugs at the end here where I don't know how to, when I just repeat myself and fumble over my fucking words because I have no idea how to end this thing. You'd think I would have figured it out. This is episode 35 and I still haven't figured it out. That's fucked, isn't it? Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Takeaways this week. Don't visit your twin in uh, or your clone, if that happens to be the case, in prison, if they invite you along. 
You already know what's going to happen there. Educational facts. You know, it's these juicy little nuggets that you're going to have floating around in your head that are going to save your life. You're welcome. Slotfest 2019. Hashtag saving lives. See you next week.